Welcome to One World, One Future, the Bite Size Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Nevison, and we highlight changemakers around the world who are making a difference in their community. Hello, everyone. Today we have with us Megan Murphy. Thank you so much, Megan, for joining us today. Thanks for having me, Ashley. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself? Sure. Um, My name is Megan Murphy, and I am founder of an international grassroots kindness initiative called the Kindness Rocks Project. So your story about how you started the Kindness Rocks Project is so inspiring. Can you tell us about it? Sure. So I didn't plan on starting a, a grassroots movement, Ashley. What happened was I was just going through one of those transitional moments in life. And I found myself walking on the beach because where I live on Cape Cod, um, if any of you listeners have been here, it's surrounded by beaches and water. And people come here from all over the world um, for to experience these beautiful beaches. So I was walking on the beach and I was thinking about, you know, what my next chapter in life would be. I had just gone through a very difficult moment where I gave up the business I had run and built for 15 years um, because I no longer found joy in the work that I was doing. And that was really difficult for me, having put so much time and energy into it. And the fact that the business was very successful um, at the time was also a challenge because most people would give it up if it wasn't working, but I was giving it up because the business was working. It just was no longer working for me um, joy-wise. And so I found myself walking on the beach looking for... um, at that time, signs and messages. Um, Maybe some of you listeners have found yourself um, at a crossroads or you're looking for the answer to a question and you might be like, well, if this is what I should be doing or if this is right, send me a sign. Um, And that's kind of what I was doing. And I would look for pieces of sea glass or heart-shaped rocks as signs and messages. Every time I had a, a question I was thinking about, Um, and one day after finding, you know, lots of them, I started noticing the other people that were walking on the beach and I thought, huh, I wonder if they're looking for similar things. If they're walking this very same beach, contemplating some big life situation. And I wonder if they know about heart-shaped rocks. Um, and so it was in that moment that I realized that, you know, maybe I could create something by leaving an inspirational message on a rock, uh, that would be like my heart shaped rock that would bring them a moment of, um, motivation or inspiration and joy. Awesome. So do you remember what the first message that you put on the very first rock was? Yeah, so um, there were five rocks on that very first day, Ashley, um, and they were very simple messages. One said, you've got this. The next one said, you know, um, the answer lies within and trust your intuition. So they were very basic, uplifting messages. And I only left five of them on that first day. And the beach is um, really, (laughs) it's called Sandy Neck, but it really should be called Rocky Neck because there's thousands of rocks on this beach. So the fact that one person would find uh, one of these rocks, one of these five rocks would be like a needle in a haystack. 
And on that very first day, one of my good friends found one of those five rocks miraculously and sent me a picture of it and said to me, you know, thank you for this message. Um, I really needed it today. And it's very strange that she knew it was me, number one, and number two, that she found one of those rocks. Oh, wow. That's crazy that she found one of the rocks. And like you said, it must have been a needle in a haystack. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. And I saw that again, back to, you know, just signs and messages. I was like, huh, had she not sent me that message telling me the impact of that rock, I'm not sure that I would have continued to do it. It was just something that I was doing to make myself feel better. And I thought, well, maybe someone else will find one of these. Um, But you know, again, having received her message, I realized I might be onto something here and I could help other people by doing this. That's really cool. So I'm assuming that the one of the first five or all the first five rocks have been moved. Do you remember how long they stayed out before it found its new home? Well, in that case, it was that very same day um, that my friend found one of the rocks. I'm not sure about the other ones. Um, The thing about this project is it's really not about ever knowing if somebody finds the rock um, and what the impact is. Kindness is about putting something out into the world uh, with the hope, hope is a really big word, that it's going to make somebody else feel better. Um, So you know, often uh, we get caught up in what the impact is of our act. But really, when we act just out of a place of simple um, kindness and trying to make the world a better place, um, that really doesn't matter as much. So, um, you know, I'm not quite sure what happened to the other rocks as I've probably created 10,000 rocks to date. And um, I've probably only uh, known about my own personal rocks, probably, you know, a handful of them of exactly what their direct impact was. That's crazy how many rocks you've made, but that's so amazing. On your website, I saw that it talks about the Kindness Rocks Project school curriculum. What is in the curriculum? Yeah, so I had so many teachers that wanted to teach kindness to their students and they wanted to join. Um, One of the things that people really loved, teachers uh, specifically, was the inspiration gardens that I was planting. Um, Again, it started at my beach, a piece of driftwood washed ashore at my feet. And I thought, you know, I could plant a garden. And instead of planting seeds, each kindness rock will be like a seed, um, which is is really cultivating and growing hope and inspiration in others. And so um, teachers really love that as an idea for their students to do at their school to support one another. And so I hired an educational consultant to help me because that's not my thing. And um, yeah, we created a 50-page social-emotional learning packet, which really focuses on um, cultivating compassion and kindness in the classroom. So um, in that packet, there's a 35-minute a video presentation that teachers can show to their students. And there's also posters for school. There's um, a rock painting kit. 
There's table toppers so that when you are in person at school, um, you can designate spots as safe places for people to come and sit together um, who may be feeling lonely um, and all sorts of things in there. The The real beauty of this uh, school curriculum is that it's shareable for all of the teachers in that school. And it's um, really applicable to doing uh the project over Zoom, which is what many of the schools are now finding themselves having to do because of the pandemic. So that's really cool that there's an in-person and a Zoom option for the curriculum. Yes, absolutely. And who knew, right? When it was created, I think that again, that's uh, a little bit of divine inspiration that that's the way it was created. And then this all happened and that it's, it's, it works well right now. Yeah. That's really awesome that it, just works out. Um, so when you host a The Kindness Rocks workshop, what do you teach in it? So when I'm doing workshops right now, I'm finding myself doing lots of workshops for corporations. Um, and I'm really uh, sharing my story about uh, how I started the project. People have a lot of interest in that. And it also, um, the message that one person can absolutely make an impact and make a difference is really important right now because I think so many of us feel overwhelmed. So when I share my story, that is an example that uh, how one person can do that and how when we join together, and we include other people that, you know, we can go even even further together with whatever we're doing. Um, so I do a lot of talking about that. And then I also do rock painting workshops. So I show them how to paint the kindness rocks and what the process is about. And also the art therapy component um, behind the project and, and working with the rocks, because that is a really important component of the project. That's really cool. So what is your goal for the future of the Kindness Rocks project? Yeah, so the goal is basically to spread the project further and wider um, because it, number one, allows communities um, to participate on a local level. When I created it, um, again, I wasn't planning on creating something, but really what happened was people would start to reach out to me and say, I want to do this in my community and I said to them, great, here's all the tools. Here's what I did personally. Bring it to your community. Create your own Facebook page or your own group. And you know, just link back to us so that you can connect with everybody else in the world that's doing it. But um, really do it on a smaller scale in your community to to um, you know, connect one another and to and so that your community will have ownership in what you're doing. Um, that was really important to me then and now. So the future is to uh, include more communities because I do think that it's very healing and it's something that we all need. And we can do it right now. Again, um, it's together or apart, right? So we can create this and we can do this in our communities apart, but then it's a place for people to come together to view the gardens, to see the work, to share, um, which is really wonderful. That's really awesome. So anyone who's listening, if you haven't made a Kindness Rocks, I've been making them since October 2019. I love doing them. And it's such an amazing opportunity to do, especially now in the middle of a pandemic. But make sure to go out there and make a Kindness Rocks to have positive messages spread throughout the world. 
Yeah, absolutely. Ashley, if I could ask you a question now and turn the tables, um, tell me what your favorite part about creating a kindness rock is. Um, so my favorite part is coming up with all the different positive sayings because there are so many ones that you could put on a rock. And I mean, I whenever I make a rock, I don't really think, oh, I think I want to put BU on this rock. It really just comes to me. Like if I'm painting a blue rock, I might put something related to the ocean. It's just cool to like come up with what I want to put on the rock and then make it look so unique and then go out and place it. And like you said, we don't really know where they go and whose day they change. But to know that they're changing someone's day is such an amazing like feeling that you know that your rock is going to go out there and change someone's day. And like you said, it's it's a huge impact. Absolutely. And so this is a good segue. I wanted to add this. So thank you for that answer, because one of the things I tell people, and again, back to art therapy component of this project, is that when you sit down and begin to create Kindness Rocks on your own, so hopefully some of the listeners out there will head on over to um, the website to learn about how they can participate. But basically, if you sit down with a rock and a paint pen, and you think about the message that you personally would like to receive, um, if you were walking in the park or on the beach and, and what is the message that would make you feel better in that moment? If you sit down and you put that message on a rock for somebody else, a healing takes place. So you're giving to yourself the inspiration that you need. And so this is a self-compassion component and self-compassion is so important. And it's something that many of us overlook, you know, we're always trying to do good for others and many of us put ourselves last. Um, but self-compassion is about putting yourself first and giving, uh, yourself the self-love that you need. And once you have, um, done that, it's easier than to share um, your gifts, your kindness with other people. So we must start there. So that's a really important component um, of creating a kindness rock. That's awesome. So how often do you make kindness rocks? Every single morning. <laughs> that's awesome. So how long have you been doing uh, the kindness rocks project? I've been doing this for six years. So it's been a very long time. There has not, a day has not gone by in all of six years that I haven't created at least one kindness rock. And often, you know, I'm creating three, four or five in the morning. Um, and again, it's, I pour my cup of coffee and instead of turning on the news, which can bring up a lot of, um, you know, frustrations or sadness or anger, I just sit and I, you know, reflect and I paint the rocks. That's a lot of rocks that you've personally made. That's amazing. <laughs> so I know since I've been painting rocks that you want us to have the hashtag, hashtag the kindness rocks project on the back of the rocks. Is there a reason why? Yeah. So, well, first of all, I didn't even know what a hashtag was. When I started the project, um, my daughter introduced me to social media and the use of a hashtag. So um, I'm sure all of your listeners under know now what a hashtag is, but basically um, it's a phrase that you put a hashtag in front of 
symbol and it connects us all. So if you were to look up or, you know, put in your search bar um, as something that you want in your feed, hashtag the Kindness Rocks Project, you will then connect with people all over the world. We're in 90 countries who are using that same hashtag. So all of those people can share um, using that and also find one another, which is just a beautiful way to connect. That's awesome. So I know that the Kindness Rocks Project is a worldwide movement. What is the coolest place that you know of that a rock has been dropped? Yeah. So actually the really cool thing is somebody sent me a photo. It was a scuba diver and I'm not sure exactly where he was, but he was like, I think maybe down in the islands somewhere um, in the South Pacific. And he was scuba diving and he found a Kindness Rock at the bottom of the ocean. Oh, wow. That is like the craziest thing. Um, But it is now, the project is now found in, again, 90 countries. So it's pretty amazing. Anywhere from New Zealand to Australia to India to Africa. um, Really, really amazing. That's awesome. And that's crazy that there was one at the bottom of the ocean. Yeah. (laughs) So do you have any guidelines about dropping the rocks Yes, absolutely. Um, So there is an organization that I would love for everybody who is planning on joining the kind of stocks project to look up and it is there's a link on my website to it. It's called L leave no trace lnt.org and leave no trace is an environmental um, advocacy group that talks about um, you know, preserving nature and not, you know, where certain things can be left and where they can't. The idea behind Leave No Trace is that when you are in national parks or mountain ranges or reservations that you're supposed to go in and leave only with your footprints. So um, leaving Kindness Rocks there is not Um, a good idea. Um, You're supposed to just enjoy nature when you're there. Um, The places that you can leave them would be if you reach out to your community, maybe you create an inspiration garden somewhere um, or at a school. um, Or just for example, when I walk my dogs, I have this dog park that I leave my rocks in and and people seem to love them. That's awesome. So Uh, Like I said earlier, I've been painting since October 2019, and I love doing it because it's so enjoyable. Do you have any tips for someone who wants to get involved in the Kindness Rocks project, but doesn't know exactly where to start? Absolutely. Well, first thing is they can go over to the Kindness Rocks with an S project.com because there's tons of information there. You'll see videos, you'll see um, how to, how it all started. So you can really get an idea of what it's about. Um, But basically, supply wise, all you need to do is get some smooth rocks. Um, some simple basic acrylic paint and a foam paintbrush to do a base coat. Uh, You put your inspiration with a paint pen on that rock and then you seal it with um, a top coat, whether it be a clear Krylon sealer or DuraClear brush-on sealer. You'll find some of those items listed on my website. Um, And basically that will protect the rock um, when you put it outdoors from sunlight and rain. Um, But basically that's it. And, and you bring your creativity and inspiration and, um, you know, uh, love for kindness. (laughs) That's awesome. So I have a question for you. Um, What's the best method to keep the paint on the rock? I use lacquer, but it might just be the Arizona sun because 
and the sun's super hot over here but my oldest rock is now faded and you can barely see it do you have any tips on keeping the paint so you can still see it after years yeah, so I don't. Um, I just use a Duraclear, which is a nice top, heavy, thick liquor. But the problem is, is that really kindness rocks are meant to be taken and shared. So they're really not meant to be left out, you know, in one place um, for long periods of time. So my only suggestion would be is that when it starts to fade, it just is saying that it's been there too long and it needs to find somebody uh, to inspire them. So um yeah, that's kind of the idea. And even when we do inspiration gardens, the sign says take one, leave one or share one. So the idea is to take one or and hold on to it if you are in need of inspiration and then you can pass it along to somebody else. Awesome. So what are you most excited for in 2021? I am excited for um, some new projects coming with the Kindness Rocks project. I'm creating an art therapy paint kit for one. Um, and why I'm so excited about this and passionate about it is that it is going to be a buy one, give one. So I hope to donate 50000 of these art therapy paint kits in 2021. That is my goal. So I'm super excited about that. And I'm also creating a workbook, which is... Um, going to be called The Art of Connecting, uh, and it's how to cultivate creativity. So I'm super excited about that as well. That's awesome. So all the listeners out there, make sure to keep an eye on when the Art Therapy Paint Book is coming out so you can all go and get your own book because I definitely know I'm going to go get mine. But <laughs> um, So you seem very busy with the Kindness Rocks Project, making a rock or five every single day. What do you like to do in your free time? So I am, um, uh, I love to walk the beaches, number one. Um, I'm also a life coach. So I um, do a lot of just trying to help people. Um, I'm a business mentor as well. So that's something I really enjoy doing is helping businesses um, and spending time with my dogs and my family. And I love travel, which I'm unable to do right now, but I'm looking forward to, uh, when the world opens up again. And my first trip will be, I had a planned trip to Morocco that got canceled. So I will be traveling there first. <laughs> oh, that sounds like fun. Morocco. Ooh, I really want to go there. <laughs> um, back to the travel topic. What's your favorite place you've ever been to? I would have to say um, Alaska. It, it, I think it's just such a beautiful um, nature uh, state. And I just really enjoyed my visit there. And now I'm watching on National Geographic some shows on Alaska because I just I think it's so beautiful. That's really cool. Um, so let's do a really, really quick speed round. What's your favorite color? Blue. Favorite animal? My dogs. <laughs> Favorite sports team? I would say the Patriots. Favorite food? Oh, that's a really hard one, but I'm going to go with pizza. Favorite memory of 2020? Oh, favorite memory of 2020. That was a tough year. Um, I would just have to say the Kindness Rocks Project. Cool. Um, favorite holiday? Christmas. Favorite word? Favorite word? Oh, that's a really good question. My favorite word will be optimism. Ooh, that's a really good word. Um, favorite book? Oh, yes. Um, 
Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Ooh, that sounds cool. Um, and favorite movie? Favorite movie? Oh, it's a new one. I have a new favorite, and it is Soul by Disney. Oh, that's cool. And then what's your favorite uh, quote to put on a kindness rock? Oh, that's a really good question. So it is, um, one moment can change a day, one day can change a life, and one life can change the world. And that was a quote by Buddha. Oh, wow. That's a really motivating quote. Mm. So we've talked a lot about a lot of stuff uh, today. Is there anything else you'd like to tell us? No, I just want to say anybody that is listening, um, we would be so grateful for you to join us. Um, You know, the goal is to spread kindness and make the world a more compassionate place for all of us. And, um, you know, we can do that one person, one message at a time. Awesome. So thank you so much, Megan, for being a change maker and starting this amazing worldwide movement. Um, And if anyone who is listening knows someone who is a change maker in their community, please contact us so we can continue to expand and have more change makers all around the world have their story be shared about how they like to change the world. Once again, I'm your host, Ashley Nevson, on One World, One Future, the Bite Size Podcast. And thank you for listening to today's episode. Be sure to follow us on Instagram to know what's happening next.